Welcome to Lavender Sessions with Amanda, an Asheville girl with a Carolina mindset, encouraging others through life's crazy moments. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you know when my latest episodes are available. And come over to Instagram and say hi, at Lavender Louise. Hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good good morrow. All of the goods mixed together in one foul swoop. <sighs> How was your week? How are things going? What's happening for you? Because uh, a lot is happening <laughs> for me. Um, gosh, I'm very noisy today. Hold on. Okay. Deep breaths. You know that song by Janae Aiko? I can't remember which one it is right now <laughs> to save my life, but she has a song. And in the beginning, it's like three deep breaths. And so I try to remember that <laughs> as I'm diving into life in general. Have you listened to her new album? Oh my gosh. The deluxe version of the album just came out this week and I am here for it. It is so good. So good. Um, through her most recent album, she does a lot of sound healing and like singing bowls and all types of amazing, amazing things. So love her. She is amazing. You definitely need to check her out. Um... So this week, it's been really fun because I haven't been sleeping, which, you know, is part of a, um, like a routine for a functioning human. And so this week we were just like, nope, we're, we're not going to sleep this week. And that's totally fine. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think it was just work, regular anxiety, work anxiety, stress life, all of the things, um, kind of culminated together and just was very overwhelming. So I've taken melatonin for the past two nights to try to, um, help relieve a little bit of that stress so I can get some sleep. And so the past two nights I felt like I finally started to sleep again, but maybe it could be the jot coffee I've been drinking <laughs> in the morning. I don't think so. I drink it too early in the morning for it to have a long-lasting effect. But nonetheless, here we are. So this week, I really started to think about something that came up for me in my um, in my therapy session. I know, shocking. I feel like this <laughs> this podcast is going to turn into things I learn on during. Um, during my therapy sessions because I feel like recently that's where a lot of my inspiration for conversation has come from. Um, so the thought that was kind of brought to my attention that I hadn't really thought about or really put too much emphasis on, I guess is what I should say, um, is 
it goes alongside with being self-aware and um, mindfulness and things of that nature. But being able to separate thoughts from emotions and in a sense that you're not ignoring the thoughts that are happening or the headspace that you are in, but you are able and conscious enough to kind of differentiate between, okay, this is a thought that I am having, but it is not a representation of me. It doesn't have its own definition. Like I have such a hard time when I have a thought, I'm like, that means something. What does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> like that's the, literally, I have a thought and then I need a definition for the thought. Um, is anybody else like that? <laughs> Where you're like, why am I thinking about this? Why is this happening? What meaning does this have in my life? And then that could kickstart some uh, grand anxiety. Hello, the reason I haven't been sleeping this week. So... It got me thinking about this because being able to separate your thoughts from your emotions and just letting your thoughts be your thoughts is such like a higher level of <laughs> like I need to get my vibrations up to that level. Like I'm not there yet. They're like, whew, got a long way, long way to go. But it was interesting that she brought this up because I have never really considered that being a possibility. And so one of the things that she was explaining to me, my, my dear old therapist, was that the mind just kind of has thoughts, right? That's kind of the functionality of it. And... While there are some thoughts that we need to be cluing in on and definitely need to take notice of, there are also things that our mind comes up with that aren't necessarily, I don't want to say important because I feel like that's not a good word to use, but being able to filter your thoughts, right? So what is real? What is white noise? that type of scenario and then allowing your emotions to play or not play a role in whatever this thought is I know this is like some really deep deep ish okay I'm with you I I know <laughs> but your girl's gotta get this off her mind so when she brought this up to me and I realized that that is not an aspect of my mind that I at all control, um, that I definitely give in to when I have a thought immediately jumping to, okay, what does that mean? Or trying to connect the dots between a thought of anxiety or anger or sadness or um reaction to something right so i googled because google is our friend 
Um, not Googled. Lord, help me. <laughs> I'm going to totally say this name wrong. It's called, um, what is it called? I'm looking it up. It's called Qora. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but it's Q-U-O-R-A. And I'll include it in the, in the show notes. It's kind of like Reddit a little bit. Um, but it's more filtered to people asking questions and I've, I've used articles from this before because it's basically just people chiming in on their thoughts and um, advice. Like people will give advice on uh, different topics. And sometimes I'll even go on here, like when I have a thought for a podcast episode, I'll like go on and type in whatever I'm thinking about talking about to see if anybody else has talked about it. Um, AKA to find out if it's even something relevant <laughs> that somebody else has gone. Hmm. Yeah, that's an idea. So one thing that I found, um, that somebody had asked was, can we totally separate thoughts from emotions? Which I think I was like, Oh damn, like this is a real thing. <laughs> like it's not like my therapist wasn't lying. This is actually a thing. So what this person brought up, they um, are a psychology major somewhere. Um, where do they live? It doesn't say. But um, psychology major, like a life coach and, and all of these things. So anyways, so the uh, response that, that this person had to this question was that uh, emotions are the outcomes of our judgment on thoughts. And I was like, what? Holy cow. <laughs> like, that's true. <laughs> um, and that thoughts themselves have no power, but as a result of our conditioning and lack of awareness, we tend to fuel it with more and more energy. We end up in a vicious cycle of unending thoughts and emotions associated along with it. And I'll um, link this article in the show notes for you, you all to see. Um, but I thought that that is such an interesting perspective and reality that I had never even thought about, um, because we give our thoughts and we give our emotions so much power over the decisions that we make and the responses that we have, right? And sometimes I think we're quick in those responses, right? Have you ever had something happen to you or to somebody that you love and you have such like a kickstarter emotion? That's what I call it when all of a sudden you're like super reactive. Instead of allowing that filtration system, right? Because we all have that. It's just a matter of... How much do you use it? Is it muscled up enough for you to be able to control it? You know, whatever. Instead of allowing that filtration system to kind of do its work in our brain and allowing us to say, okay, here's the information. Here's what I'm thinking about the information. Here's how I'm feeling about the information. Right? So we're super quick to react to when things happen. But I think being able to kind of gain that control to build up that muscle 
of the filtration system. I'm sure there is a better word for that. And I am not a scientist or a biologist. So I have no idea what that would be called. <laughs> but just follow me. When we can allow ourselves the space, the conscious space, to let a thought happen without having to react, we give ourselves the opportunity to decide, okay, is this information important or is this information not important? Right? Have you ever been in a um, in an argument with somebody I'm going to take an extreme example an argument with somebody and instead of this other person allowing you to speak during this conversation that you're having they are speaking over you right they're bombarding you with what they think you're going to say okay that's kind of how it is with our reactiveness to our thoughts, right? Your mind has the thought and then it's going, oh, nope, this is what it really means. Nope, this is what it really means. Nope, this is what it really means. But the thought <laughs> that you're having is just trying to live <laughs> for a moment by itself. And this is something I'm speaking to myself wholeheartedly on because this is probably the reason I haven't slept all week <laughs> is we end up thinking about one thing, right? And we go down this rabbit hole of, Oh, I've thought of one thing. And now it leads me to this other thing. And now it's led me to this other thing. And now it's led me to this other thing. And then it's three o'clock in the morning and we don't know <laughs> why we're still up thinking about something that happened. And it's hard. It's difficult to have those thoughts and it's difficult to, Give those thoughts the space that they need to just be. And that was one thing that my um, therapy session this week was bringing acknowledgement to the fact that you can have a thought and it doesn't have to mean anything. And I was like, what? <laughs> What do, you, what do you mean? Right? Because sometimes I can be so analytical and logistical and all of those things and trying to pick apart why something is the way that it is instead of just letting it be there, not connecting an emotion to it, and then moving along. Because as we're striving for self-care and self-love it all comes down to how mindful we are throughout the day what are we quote-unquote torturing ourselves with i hate to use the word torture because i feel like that sounds like an extreme but it really is right what thought are we allowing torturing ourselves today <laughs> Because I feel like I do that a lot too. I'll start thinking about something at 6 o'clock in the morning and then 3 o'clock in the afternoon and I'm still thinking about whatever it is. Without any resolution, without any um, like without any next step 
right? It's just still sitting there and I'm still connecting an emotion to this thought. So it's affected my entire day. And it's totally thrown me off my game and gotten me out of the headspace. So how do we stop this, basically, <laughs> for lack of a better word? How do we quit this mess? And I think the biggest thing, the biggest um, kind of gift we can give to ourselves in that time is the gift of silence. And just like we practice with meditation and um, any type of morning routine or evening routine where you're just trying to be still, I think that can have a huge impact on our thought process and in turn not driving ourselves nuts with thinking about this one thing or these seven things that culminated from this one thing, right? And what is so big about self-care and self-love and being mindful and acknowledging these things about yourself, right? Is it takes practice. <laughs> it really does. And you wouldn't think that it does. How many times have you picked up a self-improvement book and been like, okay, I'm going to read through this book and then all my problems are going to be solved. I have done that 700 times. Oh, I'm, I'm downloading this um, Gabby Bernstein meditation. It's going to make my morning so much easier. Mm -mm, no, sister. No, no. <laughs> there is work behind it all. There's work when it's easy. There's work when it's hard. There's work when you don't want to. But it's all about knowing that the goal for self-care, self-love, all of these things is to become the best version of yourself, right? Filling your own cup so that you can go out and do all of the things that you want to do. So this week, I really challenge you to separate thoughts and emotions when the thoughts come up not dwelling on okay what does this mean that leads me down a rabbit hole right <laughs> and I'm challenging myself with that I'm speaking to me I'm giving myself that challenge because what's so great about all of this is when we allow ourselves to grow and expand our thoughts and expand our, not our thoughts, expand our way of thinking. It allows us to gain more opportunities, more possibilities, all of the things that we want. Everything just expands. So this week, really think about how can I practice mindfulness, be conscious of what my brain is computing, if you will, and allowing it to be. 
Y'all, I feel like I just took myself through a whole other therapy session. I'm not even going to lie. It's <laughs> kind of what this felt like today. But let me know what you thought about this episode. Um, come over to Instagram at Lavender Louise. Let me know your thoughts. Share, rate, review, subscribe, all of the good things. And I will talk to you on the next one.